You are now listening to Heart Takes with your host, Reed Bonner. Welcome to Hard Takes. It's Saturday night. NFC, AFC Championship Eve. Big Dog Flaherty's picks. I know I promised them last night, but they're coming tonight. We got roommate Jake. We're chilling in the living room. Big weekend. Excited for it. It's going to be a short, quick, sweet, to the point episode. First off, we did our first ever Madden simulation. We simulated the two games today. Pretty interesting. It didn't really go as I thought it might in one of the games. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried now because the Vikings lost. We lost 16-13. Two block a, kicks, though. You two know, block kicks. But pretty interesting. block two kicks at the end of the year? or They they have a really good special team. So yep. So that's scary. Watch out for the special teams tomorrow. Hard take. The Eagles block a kick. I still think the Vikings win. I'm not really too – I was more nervous for the last game. I, You know what? The Saints were uh, – I think the Saints were a little, be- or a little better than Philly without wins right now. Yes, I agree. So, I think if the Vikings play good, solid football, we don't got much to worry about. So, Jake, what's your pick for the Vikings game? You know, I think that – really, I think that uh, – the Vikings have a really good opportunity to win this game. The only way I really see Philly winning is if uh, the crowd really gets into it, you know, and uh, that defense comes to play. But I don't think that if Philly wins, it's going to be a high-scoring game at all. It's good. If Philly wins, it's going to be a defensive battle. Yeah, I think the Vikings' defense dominates Foles. He gets exposed and for Philly. Philly has their backup left tackle in, which I think is going to be a huge problem against Everson Griffin. Was it you that told me that the Eagles fans are going to surround the Vikings hotel with noisemakers? That was actually Big Dog Flirty, but that that sounds like something Philly fans would do. I saw last week that a uh, Philly fan got kicked out of the game, walked out into the parking lot, and punched a police horse in the face. Bold move. What did that police horse ever do to that guy? The, you know, that's Philly for you, though. Yeah, um, he's gonna, you know he's gonna be probably serving a little jail time for that, which is you, you crazy. think if there were threats about that, the Vikings would be smart enough to maybe like book a different hotel, like not not release where they're staying, maybe especially in Philly. Yeah. You, you knew something like that was gonna happen. Yeah, stay in the outskirts, maybe driving on a bus, forty five minutes the morning of the game. I don't know. I don't know. I just I hope it doesn't affect the game because that would be stupid. But, yeah, I got the Vikings. The spread's the Vikings by three right now. I'm going to take – I'd take that spread all day. I think the Vikings win by ten. What did you say you're going to take? I'm taking the Vikings. You're taking the Vikings. Taking the Vikings. All right. Well, uh, so our second game, or the first game tomorrow, will be the Patriots and Jaguars. Interesting matchup. Tom Brady showed up to his press conference this week with gloves on. He apparently has stitches on his thumb, his throwing hand thumb. You know, some people have been saying in the last day or two that it's uh, fake news, that he's not actually hurt. Yeah, I don't know. Why would they be saying he is then? That's just such a Patriots thing to do. That's that's an excuse for when the Saxonville Jaguars rip his head off tomorrow. 
You know, the Patriots always love playing the underdog, and when you've won five Super Bowls, it's pretty hard to do that. So they yeah. they try to move, pull every trick in the book. So in our Madden simulation, the Patriots... It wasn't even close. The Patriots handled the game. It was methodical. Deion Lewis marched right down the field, damn near every drive. Gronkowski had a touchdown. Amendola, I think, had a touchdown. In every... In- Typical Tom Brady fashion, every third down, Tom yeah. Brady just comes up and converts it. Hogan was having a big game. It was 32-15 to 15 at the end of the game. It was like 29-7 for the longest time. Though. Yeah, it wasn't a very good game. It wasn't as good as the Eagles-Vikings, but we'll see. I'm, the spread in that one is 7.5. Yes, sir. Taking the Jaguars. Really? I think I... I think I get into it when we get into I the think, uh, segment, but yeah. I think it'll be pretty close throughout the whole game, but I think the Patriots will be leading. I think it'll be a pretty close game. I think the Patriots will have about a three-point, three to seven-point lead. It'll be a one-possession game, and then uh, terrible Tom's going to come in and close it out, cover the spread, seven and a half, seal it. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, going to another one. Yeah, so you got Vikings Patriots. Vikings Patriots. We're not even. I'm not gonna get into that yet because I don't want to mess anything up. What else we got? Oh, Spence. Shout out Spence Bonner. My brother Spence hooked us up with two pretty clutch guests. One for sure, and Iowa basketball former Iowa basketball players, and. Once the Vikings season ends, we're going to be talking a lot more Iowa basketball. I've just been so focused. The Vikings that it's really not basketball season yet for me. So, Casey, what did you think about the game today? How about that? How about them Hawks? It was really disappointing, honestly. You know, Chris Street Day, one of the grittiest, hardworking dudes Iowa basketball has ever had, or the University of Iowa ever had. University loves them, and they came out with no energy and didn't compete at all. They looked like trash, honestly. There was a time in that game where I would look down at my phone when we had the ball because nothing good was going to happen, and then I looked up at the TV, and they would hit a three, and I wasn't trying to do it. Like I just happened to do it. I would look up, three-pointer Purdue. Look down, Purdue has the ball again. Look up, three-pointer Purdue. Look down, look up, three-pointer Purdue. It was ridiculous. Purdue also set the Big Ten record for most threes in a game today. Yeah. I'm not 20, surprised. I didn't know that. threes. <laughs> That's insane. Is that a is that a credit to Purdue? Is that a, our no, defense being think, bad? I just think, you know, Fran's an offensive guy. He's all offense, neat, big press guy, but, you know, they're just not playing defense right now. Like out at some point. They got to – it just feels like that team doesn't have any chemistry right now at all. Their rotation's yeah. pretty whack. It's they're, not a very – and they're lacking like talking, a point. They need a point guard. I don't like getting to talking bad about Hawkeyes. It's not not very impressive. They're a young team, though. Yeah. Like we said in earlier episodes, they have Wise Camp next year and Pat McCaffrey the following year. Like those are pretty good, pretty good recruits. Hey, we talked about this today. I think Devontae Lane's got to be an Iowa Hawkeye. The more I thought about that, like why not? Why like, wouldn't? Why, if Even Fran, if if Fran doesn't, whatever, if like, Fran doesn't land a pre- premier point guard or something like that, he's got to go get Devontae. The chemistry with Connor and Pat, 
Devontae Lane was a former West High basketball player. Very, can't, yeah, impressed can't, me very much. Can't focus on the, too much of the chemistry, but it wouldn't hurt. He's a dog. Oh, like, no, I always, wouldn't hurt at all. I always loved watching Devontae play. We love the Iowa City pride playing for the Hawkeyes. Don't underestimate that. We just need – I feel like we need more guards. We just, yeah, we, we need, don't have a lot of guards like J-Bo. Um, who, who's Isaiah Moss, like – Isaiah Moss is a two. Connor would have helped a lot. Connor would have been a huge help, but he he had a uh, he battled mono all year at Strat, but he he's battled a lot of things. I think he's going to redshirt this year. I'm not sure, sure he yet. is. I'm pretty sure he is. So yeah, shout out to Spence Bruce for that. Guess he got us. We're going to talk a lot more Iowa basketball. We'll have some guests on that aren't very happy with Iowa basketball. And. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how those and, go. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Spence, Spence had some fan mail that he wanted me to answer. Spence gave us fan mail, and he wanted to know, to me, Warren Holloway catching the pass against LSU or Stephen Diggs catching the pass last week. What was a bigger moment in my life? Um, and yeah, you go first. I. I think I got to go with Diggs last week because it's a chance at a Super Bowl. Best playoff game ever. Yeah. I mean, we were the thing is we, yeah, were, at, we were at the Capital One Bowl. So I was in the stands for that, which was pretty crazy, but I was young. Nothing tops what happened Actually, last week. Funny you brought up the Vikings game. Uh, you know, Tyler was there last week. I forgot at home, but he has a towel for you. From the Viking Stadium, from the game. Oh, T Dom. Yeah, he's trying to get on Reed's good side. Yeah, he's never really on my bad side. I just kind of. Yeah, it's just a more of a. It's just I kind of just funny. put you in the bad side just because it's fun. Yeah, it's funny. He's a little guy he gets you're a little. You're a little teenager. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's I don't have a little Viking brother. style for Reed. I forgot. Oh I don't my know, god! But I'm gonna be wearing that. I'm gonna be. That's gonna be my little good luck token. Yep. But yeah, for me. uh I mean, the Vikings game, great, best playoff game ever. But, like, the Warren Holloway catch. Whenever you beat Nick Saban in the SEC oh, school. Oh, I forgot it was Nick Saban. You got to love it, especially Iowa. Drew Tate doesn't know much times left on the clock. He throws a Hail Mary to Warren Holloway, first touchdown catch ever. Who is your favorite great player man. on that Iowa team? Chad Greenway. Clinton Solomon. Clinton Solomon had some linebacker hands Clinton sometimes. Clinton Solomon was the man. Drew Tate, dude. Drew Tate. Yeah. Drew Tate's one of a kind. Chad Greenway is my favorite Hawkeye Chad ever. Greenway. A lot of a lot of favorites on that team. I like that team. Abdul Hodge. Matt Roth. Matt Roth. Jonathan Babineau. Holy cow. Marcus Schnorr. Marcus Schnorr. <laughs> Marcus Simmons. Um, that was like the year of no running backs. Was that, I thought Albert Young was on that team. He might have been a young Albert Young, but or an no, we didn't have any running backs that year. Speaking yeah, of uh, no running backs, you want to know who my favorite Hawkeye ever is? Who? Sean Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Loved. Ever. Sean Green's my loved favorite of my lifetime. Sean Green. Maybe the most exciting Hawkeye. Maybe not the best, but maybe the most exciting. Hey, hard take, Packy O'Mara. Packy, hey. Saw him play at Cedar Rapids or at Iowa City West. He was playing for Cedar Rapids, Washington. First two times he touched the ball. Like Explosive. 88, 88 Explosive. yard runs for touchdowns. He had two carries for a hundred and like ninety yards. Did and he two block touchdowns. a punt one time? Too. Oh you yeah. and I was against you and I. Yeah, he, he made he was a special teams baller. But yeah, got a he little started back. a few games. 
Ooh. It's tough. Which is tough yeah. times. Yeah, better running backs than that. Yeah. Um. So, yep, we're going to get to Big Dog Flaherty segment. Trying to have a quick episode for you tonight. Skull. Go Hawks, folks. Skull. Go Hawks. Ha, 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 ha. And it's that time for your uh, Big Dogs Dogs of the Week segment. We got Ryan Big Dog Flaherty here. Hey, what's up, guys? And we only got two games for you this week. NFC Championship, AFC Championship. Who's going to the Super Bowl? First off, we got New England favored by seven and a half points against Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, so the start of the week, I was a big fan of New England, um, but it did start at nine and a half. So I was a little, a little nervous, but you know, with I right now it's at seven and a half. So I'm, I'm leaning New England, uh, just because I, you know, same thing as last week. I really can't stand to look at myself. Sunday night and say, hey, I bet against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and Gronk against Jacksonville and Blake Bortles. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, there's a lot of concerning things. I still got, like, 30 hours to make my pick official. Um, and so there's going to be some weighing out to do. The good things for New England would be that uh, the weather's going to be good. It's going to be, like, 45 degrees um, and sunny. So that's going to help out Tom Brady's passing. Um, what about those stitches he's got on right, his thumb? Right, so then, so then uh, that's going to bring me to some negatives. Is he's obviously got that hand issue. Uh, I don't know. Well, on one side, it's like, you know, it doesn't concern me too much. Uh, the other side, it's it's concerning because like, if someone's kind of banged up, I don't know if you'd even hear that out of the Patriots locker room. So that kind of worries me. Uh, but other things that worry me is that Jacksonville is – really good at running the ball and new england's not so good at run defense but i also think that belichick's gonna put like 12 guys in the box and just make bortles beat them and then uh 65 percent of the public is on new england right now do you think the line is gonna move down or up towards um, game time? i don't know i think a lot of the money right now is on new england so i i would think that it would go up as game time goes on, I think now that's going down. I think a lot of a lot of betters are starting to put money on New England, just betting that Tom's gonna be able to go. I'm gonna go on the record and say that if it moves up anymore, I'm definitely going with Jacksonville. Sorry, uh, T Bones, my father. I did try sports betting once. It was a few weeks ago. I put twenty dollars in the account, twenty dollars of my plasma donating money, and I started betting on college football bowl games. The early ones, the Louisiana Tech uh, SMU game. Thought maybe I could go get the scouting reports, try it out, and I immediately lost damn near all my money. I was down to like $8, so I just said, screw it. I'm going to make a futures bet. I'm going to put $3 on Jacksonville, which would pay out like $38. I'm gonna, I put like $2 on Carolina, and that would have paid out like 27 or something. And then I put like $5 on the Vikings, obviously, and that'll pay out like all the money I get back. So I'm definitely going to go with Jacksonville on this one just because if the line moves up anymore I watched that Miami New England Thursday night Monday night game Monday night I believe and the Miami Dolphins D-line they got Ndamukong Sue they got Cameron Wake and they just absolutely took Tom Brady out of his element and it was before the New England Patriots were done playing for real like they're still playing for real and it was just domination so Jacksonville's D is real they're going to get after Tom. They're going to break those stitches. His hand's going to be all bloody. And don't be surprised if you see a backup quarterback in there. 
let's get on to the Minnesota game. Minnesota is favored by three points as of right now. My Vikings. What do you think about that? Right now, Vikings. They know Vikings. I agree. <laughs> Not going to be a close game. I just think it's going to be a, a tough – it's going to be a very physical game, I think. I just think that Nick Foles had a pretty solid game last year, but as I said – when I picked the Eagles, the Falcons' defense was kind of overrated. They were kind of living off of last year's reputation that they just had a lot of speed and were flying around. But this year they were like 20th in, in defensive efficiency, so they weren't really that good. And it made Nick Foles seem like a good game manager. I think this is where he kind of falls back down to earth. Uh, the only thing that worries me about that, otherwise I'm pretty much all in on the Vikings here. I think that's – I feel more confident now than the other one. But the only thing that's worrying me is uh, – the Eagles have a chip on their shoulder being dogs again. Apparently that. there's like 70,000, uh, or I don't, I don't know the number, but there's like a sold-out uh, sold out stock of those those dog masks, and I think all the Philly, uh, Philadelphia fans are going to be wearing that mask in the stadium. And I wouldn't be surprised if Case Keenum just shit his pants, because that would be probably no. the scariest thing I've ever seen. Case Keenum's a man. He hit the freeze tag celebration. He is the quarterback of the team of destiny now. We saw it with the Cubs. The curse is broken. The Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl at home. You guys saw the domination the Vikings had in the first half against the Saints, and you know what? Drew Brees happened. There's not a there's not a guy named Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady on this Eagles team. His name's Nick Foles, and he's not very well, they good. Do have, they do have the guy, but he's got 20 CL. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Nick Foles is the quarterback. It's the battle of Foles and Keenum. Everybody likes to talk about how Foles is the second string. Well, you know what? Keenum was a third string to start out this year. Nobody likes to talk about that. So, yeah, Case Keenum, he's proven it. He's our quarterback. I'm going Vikings. Hard. Easy. Lock it in. Vikings. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Vikings respond after that crazy win on Sunday if they – you know, can keep focused at practice. You know, Zimmer, I think, is the right guy to keep him oh, focused yeah. and dialed in. So I think I think the Vikings, uh, especially now, the over the week I've been watching the Lions, and it was three and a half for uh, the Vikings. I was a little skeptical, but I think three is a good number. So hopefully it doesn't move back up to three and a half. But So to sum it up, I would say right now Vikings and... Saxonville Jaguars. And... Yeah, you know what? We'll just take Jacksonville. Jacksonville, baby. Put your money down. We'll take Jacksonville. Hopefully that line creeps up a little bit. Hopefully it creeps up a little bit. I don't like bit. that to happen. But ah, I gosh, I just don't it. like that. Because I called it. I think Saxonville's go- it's going to be the Saxonville Jaguars against the Minnesota Vikings in the Super Bowl. Yeah, who would have thunk? That would be crazy. And even if it's not, it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings, New England Patriots. The Vikings are going to stomp Brady. It's not his year. He's a cheater. That was big dogs. Dogs of the week. Jacksonville. They're my dogs. Jacksonville is his dog. Flair, do you got a clown of the week for us this week? Oh, I thought I kinda did. Kind of just sprung that on you. I definitely thought of someone a couple days ago. That I was like, oh, what a clown. But I, I can't think of it right now. What do you think about Iowa basketball? Two years. Two years? Two years. Next year, next year, I mean, they'll be like fringe, probably make it in like first four, maybe win, maybe lose. Don't go very deep. I think two years, they'll be uh, they'll be ranked top fifteen, good portion of the year. 
What about Tim Tebow being uh, called up to spring training? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You think it's a publicity stunt, or you think he's for real? I don't know. The Mets, I think he's for real. It's a hard take, know. maybe. But even if he's not, it's a publicity stunt. It's a good move by the Mets. If they suck this year, which they will, they can just yeah. bring Tebow up and get fans in the crowd. Fans the in Mets the stadium. Not, might not suck that much this year. Well, Twins have their pitching staff. He's healthy. Yeah, I guess they have the great pitching staff. Yeah. When it's healthy. So. But yeah, Tebow, I mean, good for him. But I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to do. It's, yeah, it is. Well, I guess we'll find out in spring training yeah. when we get some at bats if he's real or not. Big dog Flaherty in the studio. Any parting words, Flaherty? Uh, just have a great weekend watching football, and it's been a pleasure being in the studio. Studio life. <laughs>